Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. All right, if you will turn with me to 1 Corinthians 6. I'm going to speak to those that are born again. To those that are born again. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to show you what's in you. And if you are not born again, you're going to want to be born again by the end of this this message. In 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17, it says, But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. He that is joined unto the Lord, that's Jesus, is one spirit. That's what's in you, the spirit of Jesus. If you will look at Romans 8, it talks about when you have... When you are born again, you have the Spirit of Christ in you. You do not get the Holy Ghost. You get Jesus when you are born again. Now, if you will turn with me to Philippians 2, we're going to take a look at the Spirit that is in you. Philippians 2, verse 5, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, Jesus was God at one point, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, God. He was not only God, he was equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Made himself of no reputation. This was Jesus. And what does that mean? If you will study that out, it means he emptied himself, diversed himself of all his godly ability, all of it. Jesus divested himself of all his godly ability. He could no longer be everywhere at once. He could no no longer know everything at once. He could no longer create. He divested himself of all his godly ability. And what does it say he then did? It says, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Jesus became a man became a man, and it says the next verse, and being found in fashion as a man, as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient, obedient, who was once equal with God, now took took everything of God away from him, became a man like you and I, and not only that, became obedient, obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That's what Jesus did. He became a man like you and I. He had a soul like you and I. How do you know that? How do you know he had a soul like ours? Because it says in Hebrews, he was tempted. He was tempted in all points. And if you're a God, you can't be tempted because there's nothing in you to tempt. But in a man's soul, there is lots of things to tempt. And Jesus was tempted in all points. Turn with me to John 10. We're going to take a look at what this man This man who was once God that became man like us so he could die. It says, John 10, verse 17. Therefore, does my father love me because I lay down my life. I lay down my life that I might take it again. He said, no man. Look at this verse. No man taketh it from me. Do you see that? Do you see the authority that this man Jesus had? He said, no man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power. I have authority to lay it down. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. 
this commandment have I received of my Father. Do you realize that Jesus couldn't do this except the Father commanded him? The Father gave him the commandment to lay down his life and to pick it up again. I want you to take a look at these words. It says, no man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. No man could kill him. No man could kill him. And we're going to take a look at that. That spirit is in you. Go with me to Matthew 27. I want you to realize why we're looking at these verses. This spirit, this spirit of Jesus is in you. When he was on the earth, he had a man's body. He said in Hebrews to the father, he said, a body hast thou prepared me. He had a soul like ours because that's what came with the body. But he had the spirit of Jesus. He was the man from heaven. He came from heaven. He was a God. He became a man, but he had his spirit. He had his spirit. Jesus was in that body. And what did that spirit do? He went to the cross. If you listen to the tape before I've done several weeks ago, if not, go to my website and find it. Find it about Jesus in the garden. It was a man in the garden and he was tempted in the garden not to go to the cross. His heart, his soul, his body didn't want to go to the cross. It didn't want to go. He said in, in John 12, he said, I am troubled. I'm troubled because I don't want to go. But this is why I came. This is why I came. And he's headed to the cross. And I want us to look at this spirit in this body when he's on the cross because this spirit is in you. It's in you if you are born again. All right. It's Matthew 27, verse 34. Jesus is now on the cross. He said, they gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall. And when he tasted thereof, he would not drink it. He wouldn't drink it. Why? Because he, what, that wasn't what was in the scriptures. That's not what was in the scriptures. If you read the scriptures, and Jesus Thank had the God. scriptures in his heart, he read them. He knew what was going to come, and he knew that the vinegar he drank wasn't going to have gall in it. So he refused it. Now, let us go to verse Thank 45. God. It says, Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. Jesus is now nailed to the cross. Now, it's dark. Now, the sins of you and I are becoming on his body. It says in Isaiah 53, it says, the Father laid the iniquity of us all on Jesus. It's now becoming dark. Now this iniquity is becoming laid on Jesus. Now what you and I have done is going on that body. It is going on that body. What you and I did is now going on the body of Jesus. It's now going into his soul. Now the man that knew no sin is becoming your sin. The man that knew no sin now is becoming a murderer. The man that knew no sin is now becoming an adulterer. The man that knew no sin is becoming a child beater. The man that knew no sin is becoming a serial killer. The man that knew no sin is now becoming a liar. He's becoming a wife beater. He's becoming a perjurer. He's becoming a self-righteous religious person. He's becoming an unbeliever. He's becoming everything you and I were. He is now 
hanging on the cross as a sinner. He who knew no sin became sin. Whatever you did, whatever you did, now Jesus is becoming. I want you to look at him. I want you to look at what he's, what's happening to him because he's doing it for you. Go with me to Psalm 22 and you will see what is happening these moments, these hours that Jesus is hanging on the cross. Verse 14 of Psalm 22, I am poured out like water. You say, well, how is this Jesus? Look at verse 1. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Verse 14, I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. We have looked at this a couple weeks before. That's what sin does. The bones become dislocated. The bones become dislocated. That body on the tree now becoming your sin, now taking on what you did. It, God is taking it from you. He is taking it away from you, and he's putting it on that body. And that body begins to dislocate because of our sin on him. Now he's a murderer. Now he's an adulterer. Now he's a child molester. Now he's a sexual pervert. Now he's a liar. Now he's an unbeliever. And those bones are beginning to locate, dislocate. And it says, I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. Now he's taking on your cancer. He's taking on your rheumatism. He's taking on your sugar diabetes. He's taking on every sickness that ever had on this earth is going on that body. And you know what? He sustains himself. He is sustaining himself. That spirit in him. The Jews tried to kill him and he won't die. The Romans are trying to kill him, and he won't die. Your sin on him right now, and he won't die. He's got it in his soul, and he won't die. Why? Because he's doing it for you, and he has a job to finish. He has a job to finish to make sure everything that the Father told him to do is going to get done, and that spirit in him will sustain him. It'll sustain him. Look at that body. He said, my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is mounted in the midst of my bowels. Earlier and later in Psalm 42, it says he can't see. He realizes now he can't see. He said, my strength is dried up like a potsherd. My tongue cleaveth to my jaws. Thou hast brought me into the dust of death. But he won't die. Look at that body with your sin and your sickness and your poverty and your curses and he won't die. He's not going to die. He is not going to die till he finishes the job the father sent him to do. And what was that job? It was to take your sin. It was to take your sickness. It was to take your poverty. It was to take everything that held your peace back from you. He was to take it. Now go back with me to Matthew 27. Verse 45, from the sixth hour there is darkness over the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice. He said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. Which is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Amen. 
Look at him. Look at him with your sin and your sickness and your poverty and your weakness and your fears hanging there, but he's not going to die. That spirit in him is sustaining him. His soul now, he says he has no strength, none, none, but he's not going to die, not until he's finished. Go with me to John 19. The father had to turn his back on him. The father, now that Jesus has all the sin of the whole world, that's what John said, John the Baptist. He says, look at the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. He's taking away your sin right now. Do you see that? He is taking away your sin right now. The father took it from you and he put it on that body. And Jesus is sustaining himself, making sure he gets the job done. Now, John 19. Yeah, devil. John 19, verse 28. And after this, after Jesus did everything he did, in fact, the verse before, he looks at his mother. He says, when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he said to his mother, woman, behold thy son. Then he said to his disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. The man has the bones out of joint. He is in excruciating pain. He has, he has been scourged. The hair has been pulled out of his beard. He's got a crown of thorn on his head. And he said, You better take care of my mom. That's the love and compassion that guy has. And you know what? That spirit is in you. That spirit is in you. Look at him on that cross because that spirit is in you if you are born again. Do you see what this man can handle? Do you see what this spirit can hold? They can't kill him. He won't die. Now, let's go. After this, Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, there's one more thing he's got to do. And he says, I thirst. And there sat a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with the vinegar, and they put it on hyssop, and they put it to his mouth. And when Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, now everything that he has done, that he has to do, is done. They can't kill him. But what does he say? He says, it's finished. It's finished. He took your sin. Now he's got it on your body. He became what you are. He became what you are. And now he says it is finished. And he bowed his head and he gave up the ghost. You know what Luke says? It says in Luke that Jesus, when he knew everything was done, he said, Father, Father, the same one that turned his back on him. He said, Father, into thy hand I commit my spirit. That's when he died. Nobody could kill him. The Jews couldn't kill him. The soldiers couldn't kill him. Pilate couldn't kill him. Your sin couldn't kill him. He committed his spirit to the Father. It says in Mark that he gave up the ghost. It says that, I think in Matthew, it says he let the, what is it? Um, well, let's go there. Matthew. Matthew said he cried with a loud voice and yielded up the ghost. He laid his life down. They couldn't kill him. He wasn't going to die till it was done. And you know what? That spirit is in you. 
that spirit's in you. Do you see what it can handle? You can believe God one more day. You can hang on one more day. You can walk through the persecution one more day because that spirit's in you. And there is nothing, nothing that's going to happen to you that's any worse than what he walked through. Nothing. So you can do what you need to do one more day because Jesus is in you. And now, if you don't have him, you need him. Jesus said himself, you must be born again. You must get my spirit in you. You must have my spirit in you so you can walk in these last days. And how do you do that? Call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. Call it with me. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.